Hey friends and beautiful souls, welcome to episode 92 of Faith, Fitness, Joy. Today's topic is surrender. We are continuing a bit in our series, if you will, on faith. Last week I talked about what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. And some of what I touched on in that episode was around the idea of inspired action, which is really getting somewhat at surrender. And so we're going to really dive deeper into the topic of surrender today. So join me in today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy as we talk about surrender as you walk in faith. This is Faith, Fitness, Joy, and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God, or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week. I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health, I lost weight, I transformed my mindset, and I found healing. Now, my mission is to help other high-performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. Okay, welcome, I got it. Welcome to episode 92 of Faith Fitness Joy. My name is Rochelle Renee. I am your host. I am a health coach. I'm a healer and I'm also a blogger, a podcaster, and a mom. Uh, So welcome and thank you to those of you who are joining me live today and um, also those of you who catch this later on replay, always happy to hear from you um, and welcome your feedback, insights, anything that, you know, sort of uh, comes to you um, as you listen to today's episode. I'm also keeping an eye on uh, the social media on my Facebook um, to see if there's any interaction um, I can't always see it. So I apologize up front if, if I don't see it, um, for whatever reason, it doesn't always work when I'm live, but I'm hoping that if people do comment today, I will be able to see it. Um, today's episode is something of a continuation from last week's Wednesday episode, which was episode 90. Um, and that was called what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. And so today we're diving into surrender. Um, so as I mentioned a second ago, um, most of this episode is, uh, channeled, if you will. In other words, I received it from, you know, my morning meditation, um, as I was just connecting for some of my own daily guidance that I do. And oftentimes I receive, you know, clarity around what God wants me to either talk about or share or or things along those lines. And so, Um, as I mentioned last week, we talked about walking by faith and not by sight. So I just want to recap kind of the three categories that we talked about in that because they're somewhat relevant today as well. So we talked about the importance of connecting to God and your soul, um, as you are in the midst of a walk in faith, if you will, or in a season where you're kind of like your faith is, I don't want to say being tested, but maybe you're getting an opportunity to grow your faith muscle. That feels better. (laughs) 
Um, but if you're in such a season, the importance of connecting to God and your own inner voice and your intuition is really important. The other thing was um, taking inspired action. And that's why that connection and that inner connection and connection to God is really important because that's going to provide you with the inspired action. It's going to make it so that you can hear that inspired action. You can receive those messages and guidance from God, um, from loved ones who've passed over that are trying to help you along your path and your angels and all of this, these different, um, resources, if you will, that God will surround you with to help you. And then the last piece was talking about detaching from outcomes. And so the idea with that was to really be careful of the expectations we put on ourselves when it is, when there's something that we're praying for, working towards whatever it may be. Um, because a lot of times we miss the blessing that God is providing to us, or we miss the opportunities because we're looking for this different package, right? Um, so being careful of that. So today we're diving into surrender. Um, this is definitely the, um, part of my path that I'm on right now, uh, for sure. It is something I've been struggling with and moving through, and I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, I have it all figured out. And, and it's all like, you know, I'm just telling, I'm sharing with you what God, um, kind of, I always call it downloads that came to me around this a lot of this is answers to questions I've been asking him in the last several days and a couple weeks or so. Um, and him giving me revelation and understanding on where I'm at, but also wants me to convey this through this episode today to help other people who are in their own walk in faith or going through their own season of growth, whatever that is, in a spiritual way um, or with regard to kind of being in this sort of season of faith. So um, a little bit of background on where I am right now, why why I'm talking about being in this season and, and walking in faith, because not everybody may know where I'm at at the moment. So um, in October, I left my job to go all in on my business. That was complete inspired action. I had been getting the nudge for quite some time. I was very resistant to it because, quite frankly, it scares the crap out of me. Um, and I say scares present tense because it's still very scary at times. Um, a lot of times, most of, most days it's scary. This is not for like the faint. <laughs> um, I'm learning that as I'm in the middle of it right now. Um, so that was a huge leap of faith for me. But like I said, it was inspired action for me to do that. Um, and so here I am. And um, I would describe where I'm at at the moment as, and actually this was what I was experiencing kind of as I was praying last night, um, I was seeing this image of being in the center of a dark forest. I'm surrounded by all these trees and that's kind of all I can see for miles and miles and miles. It's not like pitch black dark. It's like maybe more like twilight. So there's some light, enough light that you can see the silhouette of the trees. And I'm standing there and I'm, you know, pretty stressed and I'm, I'm crying and I'm, you know, just going through all the things we go through at, at times like this. And, um, I'm telling God, like, you know, I'm standing here, I'm in this forest and I don't know what to do. I don't want to take a single step in any direction because I'm afraid I'm going to take a step in the wrong direction. Um, I can't see the path. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. And I feel like I'm at this point of no return. In other words, I feel like I can't go back to where I was. I can't go back to the sort of, you know, like nine to five, so to speak, because 
I too much has transpired and there's no way I can like articulate or summarize why that is right now. But um, it's just that's the best way I can say it. It's, it's like this point of no return. But I also feel like I can't move forward right now because I'm I'm working through all this stuff that I'm working through around like, what did I do? Did I make a gigantic mistake? Why does it feel like things aren't working? Um, you know, all these kinds of things that will naturally we're going to be confronted with when we do something like this. Um, so that's kind of where I, I have been. And um, so as I was thinking about this this morning, because last night as I went to sleep, I was asking for clarity. I was asking, you know, just please help me with like, what am I supposed to do? Um, you know, what am I missing? Like, you know, why why does it seem like nothing is, is kind of working out the way that I had hoped it would? Again, that's the expectation, but we'll get to that. Um, and so as I was then this morning, you know, I was um, thinking about today's topic. And um, so all of it started to come to me in at that point, like the answers to everything I was just talking about that I was asking in prayer and the clarity about what God wants me to talk about today. So he took me back to last week's episode, first of all, right, where I talked about what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. Um, and I shared a lot of my own story in that episode about like kind of how I shared my story about a couple of seasons that I went through a couple of, um, tests of faith, if you will, that I, that happened to me at sort of a simultaneous time in my life, several years back when I was going through my divorce, it started with that. So he took me back to, um, the day in July, 2014, which was kind of the start of the whole thing for me, where I was, I was crying out to him. I didn't know what to do. I was scared of, of taking any step in a certain direction. And I was asking him to show me what the next step to take was. Essentially, that's what it was. Cause I, I didn't want to do anything that was going to affect my relationship with him and where I was at my, my spiritual growth at the time. Like I didn't know that there really isn't anything you can do that would affect that. Um, but that's the place I was in. And so I was seeking guidance and I cried out to him. So the key that he like brought me back to, and the reason he took me to that moment is because he was saying like, that was the point at which you surrendered. That was the point at which you put this whole situation you were in at my feet and you cried out and you asked me for my help. And you said, you know, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I don't know what to do. I need you to help me. I need you to take the wheel, so to speak. Like I, I completely surrendered in that moment. I was literally like, I don't want to try to figure this out. I can't try to figure this out. I have no idea what to do. I need help. I need guidance. Um, that was very important. And it was so um, key in terms of walking in faith. And, and it, like, basically, it's surrender is so important because for a number of reasons. But one of the reasons is that it is us of our own free will finally saying to God, I give you permission to take the wheel of the car that is my life, right? Um, because without that, you're not giving full permission and then God can't intervene in certain ways because you haven't given permission of your free will. You have not of your free will said, yes, you can take over. And he's not going to step over free will. He's not going to cross that boundary. The Bible's very clear about that. Um, and if you're not, you know, if it's not the Bible for you, like even the universal laws are very clear about that. Like it's, you know, it's all free will. 
which is a gift, um, but it's also one of the things that we trip ourselves up around because we don't we don't often surrender it. So when we need to, so um, we often will only surrender when we are at this sort of breaking point, so to speak. Um, in my case, that was the point where I was just like, I don't know what to do. I have no clue how to navigate this situation. I need your help. Um, and, and that was the point, literally, it was literally the very next day that everything started to unfold and God started to reveal all kinds of things to me that I had no idea were even happening in my marriage. Um, I, like it was amazing, right? But it was all because I finally said, I give you permission to take over. I give you permission to fix this situation for me and help me through this because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I, I can't do this on my own. Um, so that was a, a, a key thing. Um, so the other thing about this with surrender is when we don't surrender, we are resisting um, because we want to be in control. We have this need to be in control more than, and a lot of us won't consciously recognize that. A lot of us will think, you know, and I I do this all the time, like, you know, you convince yourself or you really believe that you are in surrender and that you are allowing and all of this or that, but really you're still and trying to figure out the how, like you want to know, we want to know, we need to know, like we have this, whatever it's, it's, it's such an, um, it gets us right. Like, uh, it, it gets such a stronghold on us. This need to know what's going to happen. Um, the need to know the answers, the need to be able to figure out or understand or have some sort of solid, like, assurance that this is how it's going to work out and this is how it's going to happen. And that's not, that's not how it works. Um, the other thing about this is that is not the real us. That is our flesh. That is our human. That is our, our body, our physical, you know, the brain, the mind, the body needing to know because we are operating in this reality where you know, we have certain things that are part of being like existing in this world. And so we're always trying to anticipate around those things because it's part of how we navigate this reality. But um, that's not the real you. And it's not really how how it's how life is meant to work. Uh, we are actually here to overcome all of that. Part of being in this reality, in this world, in this life is to overcome that aspect of ourselves because um it's like learning how to walk that line of being in the world but not of the world um and that's really a lot of what comes with faith um so the other thing is with regard to surrender or and not not surrendering right being in resistance is um this whole thing around struggle right most of us are addicted to struggle. And if you've read anything or, or you're familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, I, I mention him a lot when I talk about this type of thing, because he does such a beautiful job of explaining and he's even done a really great job of kind of documenting and, and backing up with science and evidence, um, the proof behind this, right? That um, on a, on a phys physiological level, biochemically, if you will, we become addicted to struggle and stress and uncertain things. Um, because all of this, this, um, stuff happens internally 
um, in our bodies when we are in a state of fear, anxiety, stress, right? And so we become addicted to the chemicals that our body produces when we are in that state. So it becomes very difficult for us to operate outside of that because it doesn't feel it feels foreign and we feel like we don't know what to do or it feels just like wrong. It's like, I can't just be this relaxed and, and enjoy life. Like, like it's, we're conditioned to think that that's completely wrong and um, you cannot receive that way. And life is not supposed to be enjoyable. It's not supposed to be beautiful. It's not supposed to be a series of experiences that, um, really help you manifest your gifts and your talents and the things that really light you up and bring you joy. And, and that's a big ass lie. Um, but that's a whole other story for another time. Um, life is meant to be that. And that is what God wants for us, but we are conditioned and taught the opposite. So that's where this whole thing with struggle comes from. Um, because we all have a lifetime of conditioning behind us that teaches us that it has to be difficult. You have to work really hard. You have to be burned out. You have to be stressed out and you have to trade all of your time for money to live your life. And on top of that, you can only have true freedom and really live your life when you reach a certain magical age of what is it? 55, 57, that then you can retire and have your life. Um, and I'm going to leave it at that because I get into a whole <laughs> tangent about that, but um, this is all the stuff we're conditioned to. So first of all, the struggle is not required. It is actually self-imposed because again, it's conditioning and it's this belief and it's this whole physiological thing that happens that we become addicted to because we're so used to operating in a state of stress and struggle that we don't know any other way. And the second thing is it's actually your guide and your teacher when you start to take this this path of faith and you're starting to learn to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh and you're learning to walk by faith and not by sight. The struggle is your guide and your teacher because it is showing you what you are resisting. It's showing you um, where you have some kind of conditioning that is of this world that is not of God and it's not of your spirit and of the true nature of you, which is a spirit, spiritual being, an energetic being, a soul. Um, and so when we are struggling, it's showing us where we are resisting. And this is what we need to learn how to stop doing. Um, and this is where surrender comes in. And this is why surrender is so important. Um, so one of the things God was showing me this morning as this was all coming through is he was showing me like an, an emergency room. Um, and he's showing me how, like, I don't know why he was showing me this man in being brought in on a gurney and there's all these doctors around him and the man is like screaming and struggling. And I don't know if he's under the influence or if he's just freaked out or whatever is happening. And these people are trying to help him, but he's screaming and he's yelling and he's fighting them. And it's making it really, really difficult for the doctors to work on him because he's, he's resisting it so much and he's using all of his strength. And since he's stressed out and he's scared, um, He's got all this adrenaline pumping, which is making his strength amplified and it's making it even harder for everybody to help him. So it's the same thing for us when we resist whatever it is that we are, wherever we are showing up with resistance against um, what we're being led to do. It's showing us what we need to actually lean into and follow um, because that is where 
like that's what's going to take you to the blessing. The other analogy he was giving me is like swimming, can't talk, swimming against the current, right? So you're in a stream of some sort, you're swimming and you're swimming in the opposite direction of the current and how challenging that is, like how much more exhausted you make yourself in the process. Um, and yeah, theoretically in time, you could swim your way against that current and get wherever you think you need to be getting to doing that, but you're going to be really wiped out in the process. Um, and you know, you're, ha you're making all this extra work by doing that versus if you like roll over onto your back and let yourself go into a dead man's float and just float down the stream, you're going to be, you know, it's, it, there, th you're just letting it carry you where it will. So, um, resistance and struggle make everything harder for us. And it also, basically we're putting up like this barrier or this wall that is not allowing God to work in our life and not allowing God to lead us and bless us and answer our prayers and guide us in the direction that we're asking for guidance because of our free will, we are resisting that help by, by going against the grain, by, by trying to be in control and trying to be in charge instead of allowing, instead of putting it at his feet and saying, I don't know how to do this. Help me, show me the way, um, you know, work in my life and, um, help me to do this. So it's, it's really about letting go. Um, so they keep telling me resistance is the way the resistance is the way. So again, it's like looking at whatever it is that you've been having pop up in your mind as something you should do. Um, and what are you resisting? Like, what is it that you know you need to do because it keeps coming up like this little alarm in the back of your mind and you're just not acting on it. That is, that is a, it's like a clue, um, to help you move toward whatever it is that you need to be doing. It's, it's a clue to the, your next step. It's, it's part of what is going to get you there. So, um, leaning into the things that you're feeling resistant to dropping the struggle, like, so just taking a second and stop, Stop resisting and fighting. And so another way to look at this is where are you, where do you have a specific expectation of how it needs to be? And because you're so attached to that expectation, you're in this like struggle and fight because you're trying to make that expectation the reality. You're trying to take control and you're trying to like bring that about because you have this expectation that it needs to be X. Um, and so you're in this little box in doing that and you're not seeing there's infinite other ways that God can bring it to you. There's infinite other ways that God can manifest it or unfold it for you. But you are so like stuck and attached to this one expectation or this specific outcome that you think it needs to be that you can't um, that you're in the way you're getting in the way and, and therefore you're putting all this effort in, you're swimming upstream to try to get to that outcome when God is trying to get you to float down the stream to this other thing over here that is like 10 times better than this outcome you think it needs to be. So this is, this is what we do. And this is why surrender is so important. And, um, it's, it's tough because it feels so unnatural. We're not, we're, because uh, again, we're conditioned um, that it has to be hard. 
Um, and we're conditioned to think that everything has to be like all this struggle. And they're taking me back to something I was, so if you're familiar with Amanda Francis, um, you know, you'll, you recognize the name, but, um, if you're not, you know, she does a lot of work around, um, like wealth and business and, um, she's big on manifestation. Um, and she's written a book and she has a bunch of different trainings and, and such, but I was listening to something that I've, uh, one of her courses the other day. Um, and she talks about this a bit, you know, she just talks about how, um, we make things harder for ourselves because we have these expectations. And a as a result of that, we, we struggle and we try to do things this harder way because we feel like we have to struggle and it has to be difficult to have it. But she gives this great analogy about if you look at God as the father, right? If that's like, just follow me with that for a second. God's our father. Then, and if you have kids, this is easier to understand, or it might be more, um, I, don't, I don't want it to sound like you can't understand if you don't have kids. It just, as a parent, it's become more clear to me, I guess is a better way of saying it. You don't want your own kids to struggle, right? You want to see your kids grow up. You want to see your kids thrive and be happy. There's no part of me that is like, I want to see my children go through all these hurdles and struggles and want to rip their hair out and be in tears crying because they're working so hard and they're so stressed out um, in order to make it, right? Like, I don't want that for my kids. I want my kids to be happy. I want them to find things that light them up and that they enjoy um, in their life and follow those things um, and pursue them and find happiness and fulfillment in their life whatever that looks like for them, right? It's no different with God. God wants the same thing for us. There's no 11th commandment that says like, you have to be miserable and struggle and fight and cry and scream and suffer in order to, you know, receive my love, to receive my abundance, to receive the things that you seek, to fulfill the desires of your heart that I placed in your heart. That does not, you know, there's no condition that says we have to go through all this agony and struggle to get there. Um, yet we, we believe this, um, somewhere along the way we pick this up and, and this is something that we think we have to do. Um, and so resistance is, um, our, our kind of our biggest hurdle. Um, and another way that this looks is, um, you know, not, not trusting, not trusting is another form of resistance because, um, again, you can have a nudge, you can be getting guidance. Like you, I think we've all had in these intuitive pulls at some point in our life or another, whether you would listen to them is a different story, but we've all had moments where it's like, you just felt compelled to do something, um, whether it came, it kept like a recurring thought, whether it was something you felt in your gut, whether you just couldn't resist going and talking to that person and saying something to them, whatever it is, we've all had those moments. Um, and when we follow them, it leads to this whole uh, beautiful unfolding of things. And when we don't, you know, I guess we never really know. And, and we're in this kind of a, a place of resistance. Um, the other thing that God was bringing to me around this is, um, some things from the Bible and some stories from the Bible around our faith um, and surrender. And um, how our resistance and our doubt about 
how good things can get, about how things could unfold for us, about can we actually have that thing that we want so much gets in the way. And it puts up a lot of resistance that we don't see. And then we turn it around as validation when it doesn't happen. We turn it around as validation that, oh, see, I can't have that. God saying, no, it didn't happen. But when in reality, it was our lack of faith that brought about that result um, because of our doubt. So they were taking me to the story of the blind man at Bethsaida. Um, which is actually a story from Mark chapter 8, and it's in uh, 22 to 26. This is the story of the man that Jesus had to heal twice to reverse his blindness. Um, and it had to do with the man's doubt. Um, and there's other stories in the Bible like this where um, they're deliberately a little more detailed about how the events unfolded. There was one about the other story was about when um, he cast the pig, the demons out of the man um, the demons that had like drowned 2000 pigs or whatever it was. Um, and it was to show like one on the one hand, like the force that Jesus was, you know, working against. But on the other hand, it was also that, um, there's an element of our faith, the, uh, the role that we play, our part in it has to do with our faith, right? So, um, if you have doubt, if you're not believing, if you're not fully trusting, you're in resistance um, and you're you're kind of pushing away the blessing. You're pushing away the gift. You're pushing away what God is trying to do in your life because you're saying, no, that's not possible. No, that can't happen. No, you can't do that. And so, again, it's this free will thing that's happening where um, because of your doubt, because of your lack of trust you are resisting what God is trying to do. Um, so it's surrender is like complete. It's, it's fully letting go um, in every level. It's sitting back and getting out of the driver's seat, letting go of the wheel and truly trusting God to work in your life in the way that you are asking for his help. Um, and all of that requires all the things we talked about last week, right? It requires that you you detach from, spe from specific outcomes and expectations because if you are attached to those, it's much more difficult for you to see the way things are, that God's trying to move in your life and trying to work in your life. And it's going to create resistance because you are expecting things to look a certain way. Um, and if you're not following through on those nudges and that intuitive and that inner voice and intuition, you're in resistance because God's trying to lead you through that. He's trying to show you or tell you like, this is the next step. This is what you need to be doing right now. Because a lot of times that guidance is going to make no sense. It might be, you know, he might tell you to spend the day at the lake with your kids having a picnic and you think you need to be, um, you know, in front of your computer the whole day writing something or putting something together um, because it's super important for you to get that done for whatever reason you think it's important. And God's like, no, you need to go spend the day at the lake. Um, you have no idea why in that moment, your only job is to go spend the day at the lake with your kids and have that picnic. And then when you do follow through that, you'll see something will unfold. You will have some sort of a revelation. Something will become clear to you. You'll have an interaction that will change your life, whatever it is. But if you don't follow that guidance in that moment, you resist it 
you just make everything more difficult. It's not that God's not going to try to keep delivering it to you and keep leading you and all of that. It's just that you're making it take longer. It's like the guy on the gurney in the ER making the, the doctor's job super difficult because he's kicking and screaming and fighting and yelling instead of letting them save his life, right? So it's the same kind of concept. Um, and then the trust, right? Like going, and this is the hard part because we're conditioned that seeing is believing. We're conditioned to really rely on our flesh and all of our physical senses um, and what they tell us. And this whole concept of, of trusting in absence of any such evidence is very foreign and very difficult um, because we're not really taught how to do it. Um, the other thing about it is it's unique for everyone because your, your walk and your journey with God is yours. And so, you know, it's going to unfold for you, um, however it unfolds. And so for me, um, and I'll, I'll wrap it up with this and leave it at this. Um, this morning, you know, I, the answer I got around my own situation, because I've been in that place and I've been, you know, getting some of this guidance I was just describing where, you know, God will tell me something along the lines of going to the lake or, you know, just doing something that feels completely like that is not going to help me like further my business right now, or that's not going to help me accomplish whatever goals I'm trying to accomplish or get whatever outcome I think I need to have. Right. So I resist a lot of things every day because I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. Um, and again, today, you know, he, he told me, these are the, these are the things that you, cause I asked like, what am I resisting? Like, what is it that I'm not like getting? And the answer I got was, you know, keep doing the things that you're doing that you find fulfillment doing. So in other words, things I'm doing in my business that I do find rewarding, even though they don't necessarily return a certain income or anything like that. Um, but also other things I'm doing day to day that bring me other types of fulfillment, whether it's some other form of creativity, um, whether it's um, taking a walk or whether it's going to the gym and, and staying there a little bit longer because it helps me clear my head or whatever it is, right? It, it, he's just saying, you know, continue to do these things that are bringing you fulfillment. When you get an inspiration, when you have an idea to create something new and put it out there, do that and don't worry about whether um, it's bringing back a certain amount of income that you think you need to survive because I will fill the gap. Just I just need you to show up and put it out there. It can and it could be it doesn't even have to be a, a, a thing to sell, so to speak, or a service. It could even just be some sort of insight he gives me that he wants me to share and post it. Um, it could be going up to somebody and saying something that comes to mind to you, like a compliment at, to a stranger at a store that maybe you're afraid to go deliver, but God wants you to go deliver it because it's going to do something for you, but maybe it's also going to do something even bigger for that person. Right? So, um, the point is it's, it's following what feels good. It's following what feels fulfilling. Um, the things that bring you, some amount of satisfaction and it doesn't have to be like this big grandiose miraculous type of thing it can be the simple things like baking cookies with your kids or um taking a walk in the park at lunch um whatever you know like it's it's following those little nudges and those types of things and being open to the different ways that it comes and truly surrendering and trusting 
like getting out of your own way, but more importantly, getting out of God's way. It's like, we all do this. You know, we will pray for something. We will ask for guidance about something. And then we still sit there trying to fix it ourselves. And we don't really give him the opportunity to step in and show us how he can move in our lives because we're not really, um, we won't get out of the way. And, and we're, we're so, you know, we, we get, we're in resistance and we're in struggle because that's what we think it has to be. That's what we've been taught. It, life has to be when really, um, it doesn't, and it's not meant to be that at all. And so, um, that's where I think some of the challenge comes from is working against this conditioning we've had. And so you can think of the conditioning that we've all been brought up in as that's that current that we're, you know, um, and learning to allow ourselves to float and learning to allow God to carry us and lead us and trusting that he will. So, um, that is today's episode. That is what I have for you around surrender. Um, I hope this is helpful. Um, as I said, it's kind of a continuation from last week, um, diving a little bit deeper into this whole concept of faith. Uh, it's definitely a season that I'm in the middle of moving through something myself right now. And so this has been, uh, much of what I've been working through myself. It's so it's, I, again, I don't want this to to seem like, oh, I've just figured all this out and it's all sunshine and rainbows, um, walking in faith for me. It's, it's, you know, I just shared with you a lot of the story of where I'm at right now and the very real emotions and things that I'm working through, but also as I'm learning, um, and the answers that I'm getting and sharing that with you, because God's always trying to guide you. He's always trying to give you answers. He's always hearing you. Um, it's just that we, we obscure it and we miss it because we have these expectations and we have these doubts and these fears and they're, they feel so real, but they're not, it's not our real nature. It's not God. Um, and they're just things that get in the way. So it's a matter of starting to learn how to shift yourself in those moments when you find yourself struggling or when you find yourself chasing the struggle, stop and ask yourself, why do I feel like this struggle is necessary? What other times in my life have I struggled like this um, to get to a certain end? And, and you know, um, trying to trace that back and then look at it differently. Like, what if I didn't do it that way this time? What if I tried this way this time? And just see, what are you going to lose? Like, if anything, you just, you, you might learn that, okay, I, I have to go about it this way. But what if you don't? What if you learn that it gets to be easy? What if you learn that God is always right there waiting to show you a better path and an even more amazing outcome than the one you think, the one that you've conceived for yourself. Um, so uh, again, I hope that's helpful. I'm going to leave it at that for today and wish you all a wonderful rest of your Wednesday. As always, I hope this has blessed you. Um, if you want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, um, please make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast and also check out the free Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group. If you are not in that already, you can find it on Facebook. I will also include the link below um, in the comments to this episode. So um, wishing you all health and happiness, and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. 
So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook. Or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance, and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul. Thank you.